Hey everyone, welcome back to Witches in Space. This is Rebel Witch. I'm here with Lamp Girl, and today we're going to be getting into our connection with celestial entities. So I'm going to go ahead and let her take it away. Hey, all you star stuff, Lamp Girl here, and I'm just going to jump right into it. Astronomy is not astrology. Astronomy is the scientific study of all objects in space, their chemical makeup, and astrology is the interpretation of the influence these celestial bodies have on our behavioral patterns. So almost like the psychology of astronomy. The sun's position in the sky, the night on your born, transcends your constellation, the brightest. And there are 12 major constellations. And each have their own ruling planet or luminaires, the sun and the moon. Okay? So everyone has their own unique fingerprint in the sky or zodiac. And those celestial entities pull and push on you to shape, uh, to shape that individual. These constellations are your horoscopes. So uh, just imagine the sky being broken up in 12 pieces in the shape of a circle, like pie. Each slice is ruled by either their planet or luminaire. But Earth is constantly moving on its axis and circling the sun. So not all the time when you're born, your ruling planet or luminaire is in your ruling sky. And these planets, the further away they are from the sun, the slower they move. I know it takes my planet, my ruling planet, which is Saturn, mm-hmm. around two years to enter the next house on the Zodiac. Uh, but quick meet Pluto, I believe, takes around eight years to circle the sun. So my generation, which is the millennials, all have Pluto in the ruling sky of Scorpio. So it's a major influence on this generation. Mm-hmm. Pluto's vibes to me are the energy. By the way, I'm rising Scorpio. But Scorpios have a dark side that pulls on the subconscious, which mean it, it could mean why our mental health is on the rise. Yeah. But also it's a time of death and then rebirth, like transformation. And I can relate to this a lot. And I think all millennials can. Yeah. There's 90s going into the 2000s technology mm-hmm. really revolutionized during this time. So uh, I, I definitely can to relate to that. Yeah, but there's, yeah, oh yeah, it's it's pretty. But there's only one person that is believed to have all the ruling planets aligned in their ruling skies, and that was Jesus Christ. It is said the Magi or the three wise men were very heavy into astrology, Mm -hmm. and during when Pisces was eliminated, this occurred, which Pisces throws off energy and spirituality and everything divine. Okay, so Judaism was on the rise and this threatened Romans, Mm -hmm. but Jews have always been resilient through their history and really gave themselves to higher powers. Their faith was very strong and it it, it united them. So these Magi's witnessed. So these Magi's witnessed a couple years later, again in Pisces, this bright, just random star that came out of nowhere, which is the star of Bethlehem. They looked to this as a sign. And really, the star of Bethlehem was just a conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, which is Jupiter and Saturn. I think it was Saturn going over Jupiter, Jupiter going over Saturn. Um, I believe it's Jupiter going over Saturn from Mm -hmm. where where we're at from, from Earth. And it just created this just monster star in the sky. I like that. I really like that history really ties into this. I, I, you know, I don't always agree with the conqueror and you take their technology and keep it moving, but unfortunately that's kind of how it was made because you can't really say one was a pioneer over the other. 
Yeah, you know, survival of the fittest, right? <laughs> but but to, to these primitive astrologers, this was just probably the most remarkable thing, a sign mm-hmm. from the heavens. So uh, in Judaism, Jupiter was associated with kingship. And right. Saturn was represent Saturn represented the Jews. And Pisces mm-hmm. was over Bethlehem. So putting the message together, they probably thought like this. The king of Jews was born in Judea, Bethlehem, two years ago when all the planets aligned in the ruling skies. Now, I know the Bible says that Jesus was a baby on the manger, and the night he was born, these wise men brought him gifts and such, you know. Yeah. Dramatic. (laughs) But in (laughs) fact, Jesus was probably a little older. And I say this because King Herod, he's a Roman king, and I think I'm saying his name right. During this time, upon hearing about this rumor of a king, being born of the Jews, he had every boy killed under the age of two. Mm. I know, very touchy, very subjective. It's hard to, you know, it's very hard to trace its movements thousand years back. But it's it's very interesting stuff. Well, let me me ask you, so Christians don't believe in this stuff, so who kept records of this? Like, is there actual records of this, or is this just, like, stories passed on, or, like, is this a myth? So astrology has been with us for thousands of years, you know, going back 3,400, the Mayans, they practice astrology. Theirs was completely different than ours that we use today, our zodiacs. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have 12 zodiac signs. I believe they had like 20, 21, 22. I can't really remember, but it had like the same concept of of certain things. We use Mayans calendar though, but their, their zodiac was breaking down a little bit more complex than our zodiac. And they really believe the day you were born, you took that role of your Zodiac. And 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 that, it came with job, their job duty. Um, and that's what they, they did their whole life. Um, and then on the other side of the world, the Babylonians, and this is around 2400, they started coming out. And this is the oldest records we have closest to our Zodiac is 2400 years ago. They started their, you know, sky watching and stuff. But Alexander the Great came into the picture, and yeah. Alexander the Great, he, he wasn't just a conqueror. Um, he didn't want just money and, or gold and women. He wanted people's ideas. Yeah. Like he, he wanted to bring it to, back to Rome and, and, and utilize all this, and that's what he did. He took their astrology and basically put their little Greek twist on it. And we still go by this Zodiac to this day, 2,400 years later. That's so freaking cool. I love that. It's something that's so old that it's still relevant. It's just like a really, like, to me, like an ancient symbolic language. Yeah. And I appreciate it. What, like, (laughs) what is your favorite time period in reference to astrology? Okay. uh, John D., he was an astrologer. I think I like him, his little story. He was, he was a little different. He was quirky, a little out there. He liked doing magic. He was into astrology, astronomy. He was very smart mathematician. He was asked to go see a prisoner in a tower to give her her, her, I guess his, her birth chart reading, Mm -hmm. uh, the astrology, you know, and, and he goes and it's the Virgin Queen and the Queen Mary has just locked her up. You know, she's a threat to the throne. She doesn't know what she wants to do with her yet. But I can imagine this young girl, I think she was in her late teens. 
Yeah. And he goes there and he, she was, she's just asking like, what's going to happen to me? And is this it? And he was like, no, you're going to be here for a long time. I see kingship in your, your planets. I see leadership and I see a very fulfilling life. And with that, you know, during these times, nothing was secret. So as soon as Queen Mary heard that, she actually locked John D up to be burnt at the stake for heresy. Yeah. Reason. But a couple days later, a few days later, whatever, she, she died. She was killed. Uh, people don't really know how Queen Mary died. They say she was sickly already. Some say she had a stroke, heart attack. Some say she was poisoned. Who knows? But she died, and Queen Elizabeth, as soon as she came, she John Dee was appointed as her personal astrologist for the rest of her life. So that's how much all these leaders, kings and queens, major generals in the past, they all had their own appointed astrologist. So it's pretty neat. You know, that's before, I remember yeah. you told me about this before, actually, I didn't think about it. And then it's also in the movie and in the movie, you know, you're just thinking Hollywood's being extra, but I, it's so crazy to think that emperors, kings, queens, empresses had their own personal, you know, magician, astrologist, sorcerer, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I wonder at what point who was the last person that had one? Like, when did that become obsolete? You know, it, it's, it's been discredited. Astrology has been discredited because anybody thinks they can pick up, you know, a tarot deck or look at the stars and, and, and tell someone's life, you know, and it's, yeah. it's very subjective and you really have to be able to connect to it and know it and stuff. But I mean, Adolf Hitler, Adolf Hitler had an astrologist, but he got, he got angry. I think he got mad and I need to do a little bit more um, research on it but something happened his astrologist made him mad and pissed off and they burnt every <laughs> astrology related thing in germany during that time and the astrologist told hitler and i believe that and this the astrologer turned himself in to to the other side because he was like this is not a winning war and hitler mm. didn't hear that so i know and that's pretty recent <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's so cool that he knew that that wasn't going to go the way Hitler wanted. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, he got the heck out of there. I like that. I, I Maybe we should do like a thing on dictators or something one of these days. That'd be fucking interesting as shit. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like look up their signs and their birth charts and stuff and make a whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that'd be fun. We, we can do that. That'd be different. Yeah, well, it'll it'll definitely be down the road because I would put a lot of effort for it, especially since this is out of my zone. You know, what I mean, like I'm not really one to look into this deeply, but um, I would at least look at the tarot and kind of see what they gave me a feeling for, and I'd help you with whatever you needed in regards to that. But I just love the stories that come out of this. Is there? Are you aware of? Is there any like famous people that practice today astrology? Like, um, I'm not really into stuff going on today. I really, I'm not yeah. too sure. You know, that's something I probably need to look more into to get involved with and stuff. But I mean, it's going to happen later down the road. It's I'm pretty sure more out though. Astrology is actually picking up more, and and I think people are just kind of connecting it because you can't disregard like so much evidence. It's thrown out to people to see. So I can't, I can't disregard it. I I think I agree with you because there's been a rise in like people going pagan and Wiccan again. And I think that happened. 
that ties into astrology and being more spiritual, I think we're kind of, our generation's coming back to the earth. Like, I think we're coming back to our roots. Yeah. And I just think like astrology is, there's a, there's a science behind it too, because energy is just vibrations and who knows what these, these entities, how they're pulling and pushing on us and how it affects us. So I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer. Is there, you know, you like astrology. Is there any other weird connections that you found in astrology? The only weird connection I think I found was me finding out that I was Scorpio rising and that Mm -hmm. finding out how long Pluto moves around the sun. And so why would being Scorpio rising, like be weird to you? I guess not weird to me, but it's just kind of just stood out to me that, wow, I never knew I had this other whole side of me because there's so much more. I I only went into like the basics, basics, but there is so much more complex. There's some like a, even like a deeper astro- astrology uh, reading you can do, like reading things out deeper in space. But yeah. I, I just told you like the, the basics. And so our celestial, our, our constellation is basically our soul. That's like mm-hmm. our foundation of who we are. And then you have a rising sign. And this is the, the sign on the horizon that's coming. And I believe on the East. And this sign is your mask or the way people perceive you. And mine was Scorpio. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yours like is Sagittarius. That. <laughs> Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Um, with this stuff, right? Do you think, because I believe there's other life out there. Do you think that they would, how would you think that they would think of this? Like, what would their opinion be? If you were to explain it to an alien, do you think you could even do that? Nope. I can barely explain it to you. How, how many times have we had to do this podcast? I would just be like, uh. I think you're doing great. Just, but, you know, the more you practice the better you get. Now I'm kind of getting it better. I'm learning something new to me. And I like the pie analogy, how it's cut up into pieces, slices. That makes sense that it's each zodiac rules its own. It's so crazy to think like this planet in this space, that's the ruling zodiac during that time. You know what I mean? Like it makes more sense now to me though so I mean I wouldn't it's really not a big deal that we had to do this a couple times like I'm good with it I like talking about it it's interesting and I like learning about the history of it like you told me in the past Cleopatra had an astrologist and you told me a couple other things that were pretty interesting about her and I love her anyway she's an interesting woman in general I know there's there's like two sides of her I think there was like how people portray her because she was a woman and there's that story. And then there's a true side to her. I think another whole story that we don't even, we don't even know. So yeah, I love Cleopatra. I think women have to be like that. Anyway, we have to show the world. We have to put on a show for the world. A mask, right? Yeah. Because (laughs) men, people tear us down so easily. There's always a double standard with women, even women being cruel to women. That's, you know, women have hidden misogynistic traits in them because that's what they've been to believe their whole life you, if something's pushed into you in your consciousness since birth you don't know what's wrong all the time so even from not only the men's side of the house but sometimes from women too you get a lot of heat oh, yeah. and a lot of judgment from people so I think it's very common not only for women to have one side of them but even you know I'm not saying men don't but I, I think it is more common in women because we're told to be so many contradicting things but intelligence of women is on the rise, and I, I feel like that's such a good thing. 
you know, oh, yeah. just from that, uh, our population on earth is going down or in stabilizing and we're and, and women are getting more out there and women are more supporting each other. So, you know, I, I don't want to look at any, everything gloom and doom. <laughs> I try to stay yeah. positive and look into the positive, but you know, we're all growing and adapting and changing. We're never going to be perfect as humans. And Definitely. I, I kind of feel like this in a way might even tie into psychology and the mind and all of that stuff. I, you know, you're explaining it and, you know, I I read tarot a lot and it refers to our personalities a lot, our traits. And a lot of times it kind of makes me think, how would, can I apply this to psychology as someone that's super like really interested in that field? How could I connect the two? I want to look that up. I want to figure out how can your environment... I'm uh, that's how that's what and yeah it's, uh, the environment affects the brain so much your yeah. environment where you how you've been raised like the first five years of your life is so important yeah uh, but I do believe that the these you know these celestial bodies they do pull on our on our mental on our on everything oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this. So interesting. Is there anything like you'd like to add or like? No, I think I'm done. <laughs> I no? think I'm good. I'm no, proud, it was great. I'm proud of myself. I'm going to pat myself on the back. <laughs> great podcast. Thank you guys. Thank everyone for being here. Uh, next week, we get into propaganda from the Christian and Catholic Church through, throughout history. And I hope you guys tune in for it. Do you have any last words, Lamp Girl? Uh, nope, I'm good. Bye, guys. Bye.